Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. We have made it to week 11 of the NFL season. This is the Sunday before Thanksgiving week, so plenty uh, to look at. Uh, I will be giving you my games of the week, my sit-start suggestions, and looking at uh, my picks against the spread, which haven't been as great the last couple of weeks. But first, uh, let's talk about Thursday Night Football. Probably a couple of the best matchups this week are uh, primetime games. First of those was on Thursday night as the 5-4 and four Cincinnati Bengals traveled to play the 7-3 and three Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens got the 34-13 victory, but it was a costly win for both teams. Uh, Mark Andrews injured his ankle, likely out for the rest of the season. Includes a little bit of a fracture in the tibia. So the Ravens, they're 8-3. and three. They're leading their division. Um, they got couple of spots of good news, I guess, with a couple of the teams that are chasing them. Uh, but this is definitely a blow to their offense. We'll see if Odell Beckham Jr. can stay healthy and step up. How much Zay Flowers can step up. Will we see Isaiah Likely, the young tight end, kind of slip into that role? Can they establish a running game? Eight and three, they should be on pace to make the playoffs. Uh, they have a lead in their division. They have one of the later bye weeks. But definitely a blow losing Mark Andrews. Not as big a blow as what happened to the Bengals. Joe Burrow injuring that wrist uh, on his throwing hand, had to come out of the game, came out of the game after throwing a touchdown that gave them a 10 to 7 lead. And you can kind of see by the final score, 34 to 13, how uh, quickly things turned for the Bengals. Burrow expected to be out for the rest of the season. It has been a rough year for some marquee quarterbacks. Burrow started the season a little bit rough, but now the Bengals, 5 and 5. Jake Browning is their guy. I think this pretty well probably puts an end to their playoff run. Just last week, I told you I thought that they were they were coming around, and they did seem to be picking it up and peaking, and I thought that they would get into the playoffs. But 5-5, five and five, tough schedule, and now being without Joe Burrow, this is probably going to be something of a lost season for the Bengals and a loss for me. Uh, they were my Super Bowl pick, if you guys remember. So uh, a little bit of a heartbreaking blow, a tough Thursday night game. Uh, let's move on to what are some of the other games to look forward to this weekend. Uh, first up, uh, I'm going to look in the morning window, and we have the rest of the AFC North, the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers clash this morning. Both teams are 6-3. and three. They're both chasing the Ravens. The Steelers actually beat the Ravens earlier this year. The Browns now split uh, with the Ravens, and I was feeling pretty good about the Browns. But they are the other team that got some real unfortunate quarterback news this week. Deshaun Watson got injured in last week's game, and though he finished the second half, was 14 of 14, and led the team to a victory, he has a fracture in his shoulder, his throwing shoulder, which is going to require surgery. He is now out for the rest of the year. Dorian Thompson-Robinson goes today. And let's just say I'm not quite as confident. So Baltimore, they may have some of their own questions, but seeing both the Browns and the Bengals lose their franchise quarterbacks for the rest of the season uh, is a little bit rough. Um, so 
I think, you know, Pittsburgh probably has a better shot in this game. Um, next up, the afternoon window game. It's a battle of AFC East teams that are kind of on the precipice. New York Jets are four and five. They're kind of slipping from the playoff picture. If they can't remain in the playoff picture, then it's going to be really hard for them to uh, – be good enough for Aaron Rodgers to possibly come back, even though I feel like that's a little bit of a long shot. The Bills, meanwhile, five and five, having their own struggles. They fired their offensive coordinator this week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, they can um, get the offense going again. Uh, this is going to be a pretty big game. The Jets won the first matchup on the opening Monday night. Uh, be interesting to see if the Bills can turn the table. If the Bills drop this one and drop to five and six, I think they're another team that could be in danger of sliding out of the playoff picture altogether. Uh, Sunday Night Football features two really red hot teams. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, they were one, uh, they were 0 3 at one point, I think 1 and 4. Um, before they started this massive turnaround, now they're six and four. They've won five straight. Denver was one and five. Now they're four and five. The last two weeks or last two games, <coughs> they've beaten the Chiefs and the Bills. <clears throat> These two teams meet on Sunday night football. Still no Justin Jefferson. He was not activated. So that's a missing weapon for Minnesota. The team is also without Kirk Cousins, but they have won the last two with Josh Dobbs. The Broncos starting to round into form. They're getting healthier. They're playing a little bit better on offense. This is a huge matchup for both teams. Broncos really need a win to get back to 500 and climb into that AFC race. Vikings, meanwhile, they're actually looking a little bit better toward being a playoff team despite all their injuries. Finally, in the Monday night football game, a rematch of the Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is probably one of the better, more anticipated games of the week. Both teams coming off of a bye. Both are healthy. We have to see uh, Jason Kelsey and the Eagles against Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. That should be a fun one. So that is a quick look at my games of the week. Now let's uh, move over to some of my lineup suggestions. <music> And we're going to kick it off this week with quarterbacks. And uh, my start for the week is Josh Allen. And I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, no kidding. Uh, Josh Allen has struggled a little bit. They lost their offensive coordinator. They're going against a pretty good Bills defense. But you know what? I think a lot of times when you have these coaching changes, you get a little bit of a spark. And maybe that will be the motivation that Allen needs. Uh, you know, I think he's still a very talented player. I think they are really motivated and need to get a win at home. So I'm firing him up with confidence. My sit this week is Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. He's still working himself back. He had an okay start in week 10, finished his QB 13, but that was largely thanks to managing to get a rushing touchdown. He could get a rushing touchdown again, but we have – a lot deeper quarterback lineup as some of the teams that were on a bye last week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Big uh, quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Tagovailoa are back. Uh, it makes it a little bit deeper. Deeper. The Cardinals are on the road, and I just don't see Murray getting right back into the top twelve this week. So he is a sit for me. Moving on to the position of running back, my start this week is both Detroit running backs, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. You know, they were both in the lineup together last week for the first time in a couple of weeks, and all they did was combine for 193 rushing yards and three touchdowns on 26 carries. This week, they get the Chicago Bears. I'm firing them both up. I, I think they're both at least top 24 options. On the flip side, my sit is Kareem Hunt of the Cleveland Browns. You know, he's been getting red zone work, so there's a threat for a touchdown, but he's also been splitting the backfield work and not getting a ton of volume. They're going against a good defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost to Sean Watson, so now it's Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I don't think he gets enough volume to crack the top 24. He could be a flex option, but he's not a top 24 pick for me, and that's kind of the standard in this sit start. Next into the position of receiver, and I'm going back to the Bills-Jets game, but on the other side, I'm starting Garrett Wilson. Yes, the Jets' offense is a mess. I'm not really bullish on Zach Wilson in general or in particular in Week 11, but he has been feeding Garrett Wilson, the Jets' star receivers, wide receiver 16 on the season. He only has two games with less than 10 points and none less than 8.4 points. So he's got a decently stable floor and he's been producing. He may not have the upside of some of your other options, but you could do much worse at a wide receiver two position. Uh, sit for me is Marquise Brown of the Arizona Cardinals. Probably makes sense given that I'm not super bullish on Kyler Murray yet. Brown is the Cardinals' best option at receiver, but he's not having a great year. It's not a particularly robust passing offense. He's wide receiver 27, but that's uh, thanks in part to the Cardinals not having had a bye week yet. So he has a an extra game of points against a lot of the people that he's competing with in those 10 games, five of them have been below 10 points. That's about half. That includes a 3.8 point output last week in Kyler Murray's return. It's not a great matchup for the Cardinals offense. And I just don't think he's getting enough consistent targets. He's outside the top 24 for me. That brings us to the tight end position to round things out. My start is Jake Ferguson of the Dallas Cowboys. There hasn't been a lot of consistency among Dallas receivers not named CeeDee Lamb, but Jake Ferguson at tight end has really been holding it down as kind of the number two passing option in that offense. He's tight end nine on the season. He's averaging 10.6 points per game. And this week he gets to go against the Carolina Panthers. I'm firing up Jake Ferguson. I like the options there. My sit is Logan Thomas of the Washington Commanders. There's plenty of upside with Thomas, and we've definitely seen that this season season, but the commander's offense just isn't predictable enough. The team has three different receivers they're working in, a couple options at running back. Last week, it was 11 receptions and all the passing touchdowns to the two running backs. They're all vying for targets. Thomas is in the mix. There are other tight ends in the mix there as well that they've used, like Bates and Cole Turner. I like Thomas Talent, but there just isn't enough consistent volume for me to have him as a top 12 option, so he is a sit for me this week. Uh, before we look at uh, the 
movie corner, I'm going to move on to my picks against the spread. Last week I was 7 and 7, which had me sitting at 75 and 75. Could be a lot worse. Uh, Thursday night I went with the Bengals plus 3.5, and, and obviously they did not cover uh, in that 34 to 20 loss. So I am 75 and 76 currently. Let's look at my, my new picks. Pittsburgh Steelers getting three and a half in Cleveland. Uh, I think this line was set before the Watson news came out. I'm taking the Steelers plus points. I took the Steelers as outright victors. Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. I'm taking the Lions minus nine and a half. I think they will have another good day despite the return of Justin Fields. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at the Green Bay Packers. I took the Chargers minus two and a half points. I think they get the win there. The Raiders coming off of two straight wins uh, with Antonio Pierce traveled to play the Dolphins coming off a bye. I took the Dolphins minus 11 and a half. I think these are the kind of games the Dolphins usually win pretty handily. New York Giants and Tommy DeVito head to Washington to battle the Commanders. It's a big point spread, 10 and a half, but I took the Commanders minus 10 and a half. The Giants just really on the struggle bus. Also 10 and a half point spread for the Cowboys at Carolina. I took the Cowboys minus 10 and a half. Carolina really struggling this season. Interesting matchup, Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I took the Jaguars minus six and a half. A lot of big spreads this week, but I just wasn't compelled uh, by the underdog. Arizona Cardinals at the Houston Texans. Texans are minus five and a half. They're one of the hottest teams. I took the Texans plus uh, minus five and a half at home. San Francisco 49ers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I took the 49ers minus 10 and a half at home. New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. I took the Bills minus six and a half at home. Like I said, I think the change of offensive coordinator will be a big spark for them. Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. I took the Seahawks minus two and a half. I think the Seahawks are cruising to be another playoff uh, team. The Rams, uh, you know, just maybe too many injuries, too much struggle. Sunday night game, the Broncos are hosting the Vikings. I took the Broncos minus two and a half. I like them to get back to 500. And in the Super Bowl rematch, I took the Chiefs minus two and a half over the Eagles at home. I think that home makes a difference. I don't think it's a big spread, but I think they can get the three-point victory. So that is a look at my picks against the spread this week. Hope that you guys have a great and fun week 11 of the NFL season. Before we get out of here, I will give you a couple of thoughts in Movie Corner. Uh, the big release uh, for Friday was the Hunger Games prequel, the Hunger Games, uh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This takes us back uh, to Hunger Games 10 back in the uh, past, and we look at kind of the origin story for Snow, who became the president, as we saw in the original Hunger Games franchise. I wasn't sure how I felt about the idea of going back for this one, but I actually liked the movie more than I was expecting. Eric and I will be diving in depth into the movie tonight and talking about the rest of the Hunger Games franchise during this week at the movies that will take place at 7 Eastern, so be sure to check in for that. Another one that I had a chance uh, to preview that opens wide on Wednesday is the new Disney animated feature, Wish. I uh, actually really enjoyed this one a lot. I thought it was a great tribute to uh, the history of Disney animation. The songs were catchy. The voice acting was great. It had a very fun and emotional story. I think it's great for the whole family. I gave it a big thumbs up. Uh, that is definitely one to check out this long Thanksgiving 
a week. Um, you know, like I said, it opens on Wednesday, so it'll be available there. I will be back next Sunday looking at uh, week 12 uh, and recapping the the trio of games we get on Thanksgiving Day. I hope you guys all have a safe holiday and a wonderful week 11. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.